queens and all those worlds in between. I am Indy the Doll doing this week's uh, this week's taking it to the streets interview for WWZ. And today we have none other than Dr. Johnson of Money Waste Social and Pleasure Club. Hello there. Hi, hi. Hello, hello, hello. Glad to be here. All right. So for those that don't know you, can you introduce yourself? Absolutely. Um Mostly known to my patients as the eye doctor on broad for the last 33 years, but an integral part of the culture um, and been a member of the Money Wasters now since 2009. So um, just love the culture. Awesome, awesome. So was this a um, thing that you was raised into um, as being a part of the culture? Absolutely. Um, I used to be... um, I used to hold the basket um, for Mr. Arthur Bean and the Jolly Bunch. Cool. So, hey. I was a girl living on Miro Street between St. Anne's Dumay, one block off of Miro, Stone's Throw from Dookie Chase Restaurant. I was always a part of the culture. I was a little girl who held the basket for the Jolly Bunch. So uh, raised in the culture, I have in the past masked Mardi Gras Indian. Um, and then I later became a member of the Money Wasters because uh, one of my patients and friends, uh, the late Nelson Thompson, who was kind of an integral part of the beginning of the Money Wasters, introduced my daughter and I to it, and here we are here today. Awesome. So, of course, um, for those people that don't know, of course, doctors have um, busy lives. You are an uh, eye doctor. So, being in this um, culture as well, it has you um, busy as well. So, do you, uh, which one do you think is busy, being a doctor or being a part of this culture? Well, you know, it's a different kind of busy. So, mm-hmm. in my everyday job, um, of course, I'm helping people see, right? So, mm-hmm. that's, I mean, see and giving them sight and, you know, helping them with all the systemic. Uh, manifestations of eye diseases that are in our communities from diabetes and glaucoma and hypertension, well, that's a busy life, and it's an important job that I absolutely love. It's a passion and not a job. So I think for that, you know, it it really requires a whole different mindset. But I think I'm balanced in life by being a part of the culture and being part of the money wasters, you know, feet to the street, because it allows me to, you know, kind of let my hair down, give Mm -hmm. something be a part of the people who not only who I serve as patients, but who make up the culture of New Orleans. So, um, yeah, it's a different kind of busy, um, and I absolutely love it. I think it's a really, really good balance for me. Um, so I've been enjoying it, actually. And uh, and I do a host of things, not just with the money wasters, just also just to throw that in a little a uh, little kind of perk for Feed the Second Line. I'm also the second line. And Feed the Second Line, of course, was born out of COVID and where we worked with all the culture bearers and uh, all of the uh, the folks in the, um, you know, the second line bands and the Indian culture and things like that. So it, it, it's good for me. It's good for the soul, and I, I really love it. Oh, awesome. And thank you so much for being a, a a great culture bearer as well because you gave uh, someone gave birth to feed the second line and that is helping our culture bearers and also our band members so thank you for that as well you're welcome 
Um, so this Sunday um, is y'all parade. What can we expect this year from Money Wasters? A lot. And one of the things I really want to say to you is that the Money Wasters has such a rich history. We're embarking next year upon our 50th year, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people in this culture started got started with the Money Wasters, you know, but we've lost a lot of them. We just lost. You know, Miss Lois Dejon, we lost Miss Barbara Layson, uh, we lost Ralston, we lost Nelson, we lost, I mean, I could go on, Miss Ruthie. Um, and so we we have been celebrating their lives, and we last year we partnered with the Living School. And the Living School is a school in New Orleans East that really helps kids who are into the arts. And what they did is created a project through wooden sculptures of many of our members that we displayed here at my office and also throughout the parade. And that was great for the school. It was great for the kids. It was great for us. This year I transitioned that, and we we have something different. I bought a building on Broad uh, next to my office, the new home of the Muddy Wasters, 1520 North Broad, where we created sort of a center for all of our costumes, our history, and everything. And this year, we will have a mannequin garden that will be displayed through mannequins spread out along Broad Street that will display all the years of us dressing out in those costumes. Our feathers and fans and everything will be on display. And so we are, like, truly excited about it. It has been quite a project. And uh, I want people to come out. Check out our new space, a broad home in a money wasters house, and secondly, our mannequin garden. So, um, yeah, we, we're happy about it. We're, we're really oh, hyped. that's fantastic. Um, for and let um just to piggyback off you said um from what you said, money wasters has been a a big club back in the day that was so like enriched in culture that was one of the clubs to really be in, especially if you were from downtown. Correct. That that is amazing. So yes. um for the once again for those that's uh listening, what is one history lesson that you uh you will want to share with pretty much everybody that is into the second line culture or wants to learn about the second line culture? Yeah. We're big on tradition. I think for us as money wasters, we're not a Mardi Gras parade. We're true to tradition and social aid and pleasure club. One of the things that's truly important to me about this culture is we have to make sure that we give back to our community mm-hmm. in some way. We can't just put our feet to the street and dress up. We got have to help our young people. We really have to, you know, support the the things in our neighborhood that need us because people come out to enjoy us every Sunday, right? So we can't fuck it up. We have to give something back in any way we can, whether it's monetary through the community, you know, helping young people, you know, uh, whatever. We we just have to be able to infuse back into our into the culture, and so not only that, so that the young people can have you know longevity and people can really appreciate continue to appreciate what we bring, but we have to give back. Yes, strongly agree. Um, I'm starting to see 
um, now since COVID has been lifted, a few clubs are starting to do um, more um, group things as far as um, giving back. Uh, I'm starting to see a lot of uh, clubs doing prom, uh, prom dress giveaways and and that's a um, fantastic thing, but we definitely do need to get back into the community work of it all. Correct. And I think it's it's just really, you know, important. Um, I know the, the sidewalk steppers this year, you know, their queen and king adopted uh, the home for battered women. They did a whole Christmas donation to the families, you know, and I just, I think it's important that they see us in a different light other than just on the street parading because we have to offer and we need to, we need to offer that up mm-hmm. uh, any way we can back to the community and people who support us year after year. And so, um, it, you know, it's that that's really key to me. So. Yes, that's a beautiful thing. I, I really like that. And also um, just going back to um, what you said is also uh, giving that history back into the streets, like letting people know, hey, we're still here, and we have so much to teach the ones that doesn't know about who we are. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, New Orleans, you know, has so many people implanted since, you know, COVID and since Katrina and all kinds of things. And people love what it is we do, and we have to keep infusing that into the culture. And, you know, for the money wasters, uh, it, uh, we're a much smaller club than we were before, um, and but we're growing. We, we, we have more people joining us. We're welcoming more members into the club. But, get, but, again, a lot of our what we do is based on a lot of tradition and a lot of philanthropy. I just also wanted to shout out that one of our uh, – the people, groups we support is St. Peter Claver Church. Last year we were able to give them $5,000. This year I won't buzz the surprise, but we, we have, you know, a nice another nice check to be able to give them on Sunday when we go to church um, to say here here is what we've been able to do to help – you know, uh, this particular, um, you know, we chose St. Peter Claver as one of the people to be recipients of our fundraising efforts. And um, and so I think that that is one of the things that I'm really proud about us in the Money Wasters. We're, we're few but mighty, but we continue the idea of being able to raise money, give back, you know, and and. Uh, the community uh, in other ways. So, you know, we're we're excited about that, too. Yeah, that that is a beautiful thing. I, I really love that about you guys, that, you know, you may be small in number, but you're mighty in power and strength. That, that's a phenomenal thing. And I'm glad that um, a lot of people will get to know more of you due to, um, the building and the history uh, lessons y'all going to be teaching and new members. So that's a great yes. thing. Yes, yes. And we do have we have new members this year. Um, we have younger members. Um, so, because I'm getting old. <laughs> you're just getting better. You're not getting old. You're getting better. That's all. <laughs> yep. Okay, but yeah, so we're we're really inviting people to um, come out on Sunday. Stop by my office, fifteen thirty North Broad. You know, we have just a just a big party. We want you to see the mannequin garden. We want you to understand, you know, um, 
the whole renovation of the property. The property was built. It's the old, one of the oldest properties here on Broad Street, built in 1847. Mm. That in itself is cool. And then the, for it to be the home of the money wasters is just awesome. And, um, you know, we're going to be opening it up for community meetings and people to come in and, you know, meet, greet, talk, you know, and, 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 and just have a space um, so that, you know, we can really, you know, for us to be able to invest, in real estate and to invest into a permanent home um, is a really cool thing, right? Yeah. And uh, and we're really proud of that, but we also realize that, you know, we, we want other community organizations and everything to understand what it is we're about and to just create that longevity. So we're just excited for people to come out. You know, we're praying for a safe day. You know, we don't want any violence. You know, we just we just want people just to be able to to celebrate and, and enjoy what we do. So, yes, and this is going to be a beautiful day. Um, the high of eighty six, if I'm not mistaken. So it's going to be a beautiful yet sunny day, and I, I know that's going to be lovely for you guys. Okay, well, I mean, we can ask for more than that, right? The forecast, yes. a great forecast. Uh, Memorial Day weekend, um, and we we're just really excited. Oh, with this year's uh, second line, did you find any challenges with um, planning um, your annual parade? So we really didn't. Um, honestly, um, we didn't really find we you know um, we we you know we start early. Obviously, like most love, um, but you know we haven't had any real issues with any of the planning or getting people to cooperate. You know, one of the things we've done differently this year um, that we had skipped a few years, you know, with COVID and all that kind of stuff, is sort of a coming out celebration. We have been participating um, in with the historic New Orleans collection. Um, in terms of documenting the history, we did an oral history with Lois before she died about oh. the whole history of the money wasters. That was great. Uh, we've been working with Rachel with the Storybook Project. Um, so if there was any challenges with that, it's just trying to coordinate all that. We're working with the documentary, with the New York Times, and then we also oh. have students here from New York who are taking a class about, about uh, the Second Line culture. So they've been here all week. And they will be joining us. So trying to really put all these things, you know, in place prior to our second line, because, again, for us, it's more than just feet on the street. You know, we're trying to make sure we create, document the history, the 50, almost 50 years of the money wasters, and make sure that is in the history books as the story is told. So as we were planning, we were having all these meetings and interviews and, you know, you know just trying to understand um, everything about how we want the history written. Because, you know, there's so many people that write photographs, write books, um, do everything about our culture, correct? Yeah. And yeah. So we need to be a part of that conversation so that they'll have the story correct. And so they'll know what we're really about and what we represent and what our history is because they're going to write a book about us. We want to make sure. So uh, they have been talking to us, you know, over the past year and um, kind of leading up to all of the days that we actually have the parade. So we have just been really busy um, 
with all of those different entities. Um, and like I said, I think one of the things, we have a few members left that are really from the original. Mr. Louis Charbonnet is, you know, one of the original money wasters. Um, again, just a wealth of knowledge and information. We want to make sure that, you know, all of this stuff is documented because a lot of people, we have members who are in the 80s. I think the oldest member is probably, that was a member of the Money Wasters, probably like 88 years old now. Oh, wow. That is beautiful. Correct. So, you know, we, we have these elder people out there that were part of the Money Wasters, and we have to, you know, just make sure we get, you know, we just suck them the knowledge out of them. Mm-hmm. about, you know, everything about, the, you know, the culture. And like I said, we were just so blessed. And I know I've said this three times, but it was just really a wonderful thing to get a oral history uh, from Lois Andrews before she passed and, you know, and, and, and let her tell us about, you know, the first women who were able to hit the streets and parade, you know, uh, you know, with the money wasters and, you know, how it all started. And then we did a whole history in, in photo documentation of, of the photos we had um, and, and, and were able to gather pictures from people from all over and try to help identify some of these people who were in the early culture. And mm-hmm. uh, it's just been, it's just been a, a great thing. And so we've been really, to answer your question, just we've just been busy leading up to, um, this weekend to make sure we have all of these things in place, um, you know, for our club and, uh, you know, for the people coming behind us. Okay. And what year was the um, women parading with uh, Money Wasters? So it's funny you said that. So there was a little dispute about it, but Lloyd says it was in 1976. Oh, that was the date she gave, and then she kind of went through, like, that's when women, that's when, in the money wasters, when the women were actually, it's a funny story. I can't repeat it. If you ever have an opportunity to listen to Rachel with the Storybook Project, because <laughs> she used some choice words, but they were like, guess what? If y'all could get y'all own band, and y'all get y'all own clothes, and y'all could pay for y'all something, y'all could hit the street. So Lois was like, yeah, we got that. And, mm-hmm. that's, what, and that's what they did. And uh, we even have the New Orleans Historic Collection had some pictures of the first, second line with, um, you know, women not riding on the cars, but actually, you know, um, in the streets. So, yeah, it was it was really, yeah. So she said it was 1976, if I'm, I'm think I'm remembering that correctly. Oh, wow. That is, that's amazing. I'm come from Divine Ladies, and we just celebrated our um, 23rd anniversary um, this past Sunday. And we all, I know I always wanted to know who was the very first women to actually parade on the streets. But 1976, that's, that's, that's phenomenal. Yep. Yes. Yes. That is phenomenal. So thank you for that history lesson as well. So let's talk about the road. So we're starting from where and ending where? We're starting at the Treme Center and ending at Superbass Square. Um, and that's kind of, you know, the route has kind of been the same all the time. We used to start at Charbonnet and whatever. But, yep, and we go from there, you know, and go up Orleans, Orleans to Broad, Broad to St. Bernard, St. Bernard to Claiborne. Uh, that's been our true route. Uh, the Money Wasters, was, they started it and uh, it came about, 
and I can't remember the name of the bar on Orleans Avenue. Uh, I have to ask P. Knuckle. He's one of the other ones, our elders, who's in his 70s, who's still around. Um, mm-hmm. What was the name of that bar? But uh, we, you know, that's our route. And we, you know, of course, we have a few stops. The biggest stop is at my office, 1530 North Broad. And, of course, this year, 1520 North Broad, home of the money wasters, Mannequin Garden. That's where you're going to see everything happening. People people have already been outside taking pictures. We put up our sign in front of the door. Uh, yesterday, people kind of stopped and taking pictures, checking us out. Um, and so, yeah, that's our route. Okay, so what colors uh, are you guys wearing, if you would like to share? We share it, sure. Fuchsia, violet, and purple. Um, nice. So that's, you know, our traditional colors are green and white. Yeah. Uh, those that this year, it's always kind of, you know, how it goes with colors. You and the divine ladies, you know, what color oh. are we going to wear? What are we going to do? I let them fight about all that. <laughs> uh, but, um yeah, they're really, you know, the colors are really pretty. And, you know, for us, to be honest with you, because we are we find ourselves now more women, honestly, than men. So sometimes it's a little bit easier for us, you know, color-wise. Um, but, uh, we're yeah, we're, we're excited about the colors. We're excited about, the you know, the clothes. And, it, it you know, like I said, I think we're going to have, like, you know, a, a, just a really nice showing. So, uh, you know, you guys come check us out. Yes, most definitely. So, Thank you for all the history lessons. Thank you for being such a pioneer and a culture bearer in this culture. We appreciate you, um, Dr. Johnson. All right. Well, thank you. Like I said, y'all come out and support us. And, um, you know, we are we're just praying for just a safe day in our community. Stop the violence. Yes. Thanks, Thanks a lot.